in order to make it somewhere, you got to go through some things. It's rare that you can go straight to a destination without a stop sign or a stoplight, without turning or slowing down. I mean, you can take a toll road and pay to get to your destination, or you can take the highway or expressway, but even then you run into traffic. Sometimes it's chaotic, but there's always a slowdown. Sometimes when you're driving, whether on the road or the expressway, roadblocks come and you have to change directions and take a different route than intended. You might even have to bring out the GPS to help guide you to that destination, and without it, you'd be lost. Some of you out there would try to go off of memory and make it to the destination the best way you know how. But it may take you a little longer. You might run into another roadblock and have to find another way. Those of you who recognize you need help from the GPS right away may get to the destination while learning a new way on the way. There's always going to be something. There is no right way. There is no wrong way. To get somewhere, sometimes you have to take a different route or make your own way. Hey friends, thank you for pressing play and tuning into Women in Transition. I am your host, Tia Davidson, and you're invited to join me every week for transparent storytelling about life, love, and business. Get ready to laugh, to feel inspired, and challenged to get out of your comfort zone. We are all adjusting to this world of perfection experts doing it for the gram, when in real life, we're just out here trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. Hang on to our adult relationships, find the balance between side hustle and nine to five, and adjust to our new identities in marriage and parenthood. Each episode, I will help you see the growth and possibility in what's next. Are you in position for the next transition? Let's get into the show. And we're back, guys, with a second episode. This one is going to be a good one. So for as long as I can remember, I've been what some may consider all over the place. No one, not even myself, could have told you that I'd be doing what I'm doing right now in my life. In high school, I wanted to model then be an anesthesiologist or some type of doctor in the medical field. I literally spent all four years of high school learning um, pre-med terminology, careers, all of that. It wasn't until sophomore year of college did I change from a pre-med major to a psych major. And wasn't until I graduated from college did I realize I didn't want to do that either. I've always loved helping people and was naturally curious as to why people were the way that they were. I've always felt that I could relate to anybody and understand them and help them. But after I didn't want to go back to grad school, 
I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. I actually left Knoxville when I graduated from undergrad and went to Baltimore in hopes to be closer to New York to pursue my modeling career because I modeled like from 14 throughout college, all of that stuff. And so when I graduated from college and had my degree, I was like, okay, now I can go and do whatever it is that I really want to do. And so that summer, I learned a lot about just how precious I really was, how sheltered I really was, and how green I was to the world. And how I also was not about that city life, but me being me, I had to go through certain experiences to try to figure things out and see for myself what I want, whether I wanted to do what it was that I thought that I wanted to do. I basically did not have a plan. To me back then, plans gave fear a place to stay. And plans were just things that lived in words written and said, but no action. So things never got done. I was all about experience. Experience is the best teacher. That was my motto. I've literally known that since I was little. I never wanted my mom to tell me what to do. I wanted and needed my own experience to refer back to. You know how when you're a parent and your kid is just like doing things and you're just like, you don't have to go through that. Like I've already went through that for you. That's not gonna end well. Yeah, that's how my mom probably saw her life as a mom and that I would just follow along. But little did she know, I needed my own experience always. So I learned to take every chance and opportunity that came my way and figured it out as I went. Because if I never tried, I knew that I would regret it. I didn't even consider failing because even if I failed, at least I tried and I could move on to the next thing. Nonetheless, I can see how and why that may not be easy for some people to just up and step away from what's familiar to them. But I think I came out the womb this way. So there's literally no better way to explain that. I don't even think that can be taught. Because when it came to me moving from Memphis to Dallas and to a city where I didn't have, I didn't have family, I didn't have friends, I didn't know anyone. And then when I went back to school to pursue my passion in fashion design and merchandise marketing or applying to jobs that I had no experience in, I just did it because I knew I had to try. And it didn't stop there. After getting married and starting the Millennial Wives Club, I didn't plan to turn it into an actual membership-based community that would become nationwide. I didn't have a team to help me build that. It was just me figuring it out as I went. I didn't really have any true support from family and friends. They just thought it was a cool idea. But beyond that, nothing else. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just kept going because this was something God put on my heart to do. And because it wasn't my plan, 
I eventually became discouraged and wanted to give up, which brings me to my next point. I often spread myself thin by agreeing to do everything to the point I don't want to do anything. Spreading yourself thin to that point will cause you to not give the full extent of what you can do. Can I be real? My opinion about what I should be doing is influenced by what I see on social media and the people around me to the point I can't even focus on the assignment that God has given me. Yes, I know that the gifts that God gives to other people will not be the same gift that he gives to me. Yes, I know that if I continue to rationalize by comparing myself to other people, that I will never be satisfied. Yes, I know that somebody else will always have better. Yes, I know that you have to work with the skin you're in or you will be miserable forever. But sometimes I have a temporary lapse in my memory because I get distracted. And distraction is a disorder that robs you from being great. I cannot fulfill my destiny if I am focused on what everybody else is doing. Nonetheless, peer pressure still exists in adulthood. People on Instagram will have you spending money you don't have in a relationship that you don't want to be in, rushing to get married, and promoting things that you don't even believe in just to become Instagram famous. We all have to find our own measure. Doing things just to say you're doing them, especially when you are not ready for them, is operating beyond your measure. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to make a career out of it or fully commit to it or put claim on it. I'm really good at putting clothes together, but I cannot deal with the superb customer service required as a stylist. Some people just aren't wired to do certain things. I've had jobs that I knew I wasn't meant to do for the rest of my life because I didn't get fulfillment working for other people. God made me uncomfortable and I was unsure of where I would end up, but I took the position because I needed a job. I mastered the task before me because I knew that he put me there for a reason. There's a lesson to be learned in everything, especially things we consider to be a loss. These days, people don't stick around long enough to master tasks because they underestimate the skills God has given them to master the task. Sometimes we set ourselves up to fail with negative thoughts and comparing our journey to someone else's highlight reel. You ever heard the phrase, you only get back what you put in? Well, in order to be successful, you have to spend something to get something back. Usually, what you get back is less than what you put into. It's usually, in my case, rather, it's usually time. (laughs) I'm not going to get the time back. You know, the things that I'm doing right now take a lot of time. and. I'm not going to get my time back, but if I can get 
something out of what it is that I'm putting my time into. Like when you guys comment or when people tell me how joining the Millennial Wives Club is, you know, a positive thing in their life, those things are rewarding to me. And so it makes the time that I've put in to that brand and to the things that I'm doing worth it because it is having a positive outcome to on someone else. You have to keep promoting the things that you're doing because you believe in it and you're invested in it. The same applies to marriage, career, relationships, and everything else. Today, people want the end result without the work. As a result, they become whoever they need to be in order to get it because of peer pressure. When does it end? Literally, all my life from high school until now, I have been living in different cities, in and out of multiple jobs, and chasing my ever-changing dreams of success with no regrets. Each journey has taught me so much and has better prepared me for the next thing. Going to school during the summer in a different state with diverse people allowed me to step out of my comfort zone to accept all types of people that I would come to meet, you know, later in life. Working different jobs with different companies have allowed me to acquire different skills that have helped me to be successful in my career. Moving to a new city has allowed me the opportunity to grow personally and professionally, and it isn't over. This is basically what I want you to take out of this podcast. I want you to really reflect on your journey as well as the journey of my guests because hindsight is twenty twenty, right? And if you just even take a moment to think about what you have gone through and what you've learned through those experiences, you can better prepare yourself for the things to come. I know that I'm guilty of thinking ahead and neglecting how far I've come thus far. Everything I went through to get to where I am is preparing me for what is to come. I know that. If you can't handle where you are now or where you've been, God will not give you more. So I say this to say, I still am learning to stay in my own lane. This podcast and the Millennial Wise Club has really been a true journey for me. I keep trying to run away from it. And God keeps pulling me back in. He keeps pulling me back in by bringing people in my life to remind me of the things that, of the impact that the things that I'm doing has on other people. Which essentially, as I've said in the beginning, I've always loved helping people, I've always enjoyed hearing other people's stories to how they got to where they are today because we don't hear that a lot 
So I encourage you, as I'm learning myself, stay in your own lane. And in time, you will have the greatest desires of your heart. Your journey may not look like my journey or like the people on your timeline's journey that they're sharing. It may not take you going all over the place for you to finally understand that you need to stay in your lane. Maybe you're already in your lane and, you know, you didn't you didn't need any of the gems that I just dropped. But I do want to encourage you to reflect where you've been and where you are now. And I encourage you to share your story. It's all about sharing your story so that other people can learn from you and know that they are not alone. Sometimes we go through what we go through for other people. Sometimes it takes your experience and for you to share it to help someone else. And that is what I want you to get out of listening to these episodes of me sharing my story as well as the story of my guests. Take their experience, reflect on your life, and think about what you've been through and what you aspire to do so that you can take past experiences and also the stories of others to know that you are not alone in whatever it is that you're going through, but also to prepare for what's to come, what's next for you. As I reflected in this episode on what I've been through and how me being all over the place has helped me to figure out my lane and what it is that I'm supposed to be doing right now. Though I'm still figuring it out, I do know the power that my past has had on my present and how it will prepare me for my future. So I challenge you to also reflect on where you've been, where you are now, and where you want to go. Until next time, guys. Well, all right, friends, that's all I got. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to Women in Transition. I am your host, Tia Davidson. I hope you enjoyed the show. For show notes and submission of questions, please visit www.accordingtotia.com. But before you do that, Can you do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast? And while you're there, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate your feedback and your support. And if you're not already following me at According to Tia or at the Millennial Wives Club, you are missing out. I'll catch you on the next episode. I'm not afraid. See, I don't wanna block what God has for me. Watching what I feed my mind, good energy. Good energy. And I let go the people that's no good for me.